Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tough Studio. Patrick Mahomes yesterday at the podium looking pretty spry. Boomer says don't get fooled by that. This man is not going to be near 100% because he's got the vajankle. Do you think that somebody would there uh, in the Kansas City media would be like, uh, can you give us an update, uh, Coach Reed, on Patrick Mahomes' vajankle? And then... Get Andy Reid to be like, excuse me, what's a vajankle? And be like, oh, sorry, I misspoke. And then, but then at that point, you've got Andy Reid for the rest of time saying vajankle. Vajankle. Yeah. Sort of like I, when I walked Phil Sims into saying moose knuckle. Yes. That was great. That was one of my crowning achievements. Vajankle. So I think that would be great. If I were there in Kansas City working at a radio station, I would probably, I'd, I'd go to that press conference and I would, I would try to get either Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid to save Vajankle. You know, I think that those uh, press conferences tend to be so serious, especially this time of year. That's why you got to break it up. I understand that, but I don't think it would go over very well. Yeah, who cares? You'd have the audio for the rest of time. And the moose knuckle. Oh, my God. <laughs> See? Yeah, there you go. The moose knuckle. Oh, my God. Incesticide. <laughs> yeah. Ah! I mean, just Patrick Mahomes going, what's a Vajankle? <laughs> well, Patrick, why don't you look it up? I mean, you could change the whole tenor of that locker room if they were, like, too tense or too tight leading up to the game. Like, and these guys shared a laugh over a vajankle. Right. And maybe they'll point to that as the reason why they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Be like, you know, we were really uptight and we were tense and the Bengals were favored. And all of a sudden, that one reporter asked me about my vajankle. And then I went back into the locker room and then we looked it up on on Google, and then we had a great laugh about it. And since that moment, like, we was really a camaraderie moment, and we were playing fast and loose, and now we're going to we're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. And then at that point, man, you have, you have, you have quite uh, just the, the thought process that you go through sometimes to come up with these things. Yeah. It, it is a little twisted. And then, like, it would be, like, the biggest story in the NFL, so then you guys would have to talk about it on the NFL today. Yes. And be like, and then we can't forget about the moment this week that really turned things around for the Chiefs, the Vajankle story. Vajankle. And Bill Cowher. What it is is people with a foot fetish, they do as they put a fake, I don't know how to say this, but cooter. Yeah, on top of a uh, on top of a foot, on top of the ankle. So there's 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 your entry point, and you go to pound town. <laughs> <laughs> on the vajankle. 
great the pantom. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Your imagination is... I would uh, just be... It would be so entertaining. It's crazy. Yes, it would be, I guess, to a certain point. I mean, the NFL is so entertaining to begin with, but like... You know, do you have to add that to it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course, that's what I'd be thinking if I was in Kansas City. Maybe I should just go there after the show today. Go to the press conference. And go to the press happen. conference and ask the question. Yeah. Yeah. But then pretend like I wasn't trying. I'd just be like, how's the vajankle? I mean, ah, oh, sorry. And I'd be like, vajankle? I'd be like, uh, no, I didn't mean vajankle. I meant how's the high ankle sprain? Hmm. Then Andy Reid, like, who always sounds like he's out of breath doing his press conference. What? What'd you, you say, vajankle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, uh, he, he just, just looks worse and worse every year. I know. I feel bad for him. <laughs> you know, when uh, I think Matt Nagy's got one of those things in his office. <laughs> uh, all right. I got a bunch of tweets about this, too. I don't know. Apparently, James Dolan was on uh, Fox 5 this morning talking about all some wacky stuff. And Sean in Island Park joins us to talk about that. I've not heard the audio yet. I know that Jerry is working on some of that for his next update. Sean, good morning. What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up? Not too much. I was just watching uh, Speed My Son here, and I was watching Good Morning with Rosanna. I go back to seeing you guys. And uh, James Dolan was on, and he was he held up a picture of the guy from the State Liquor Authority, and he's basically saying, this is the reason why one night at MSG we're not going to serve any alcohol. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. What if I go to a game and I pay $300 for a ticket, and now I can't buy a beer? Yeah. Well, so whose fault is it? Is it MSG's or is it the uh, liquor board? Honestly, I don't even know what's going on with the liquor board. He was up there showing about uh, Ticketmaster, too, saying it's not their fault that uh, people can't buy uh, Taylor Swift concert tickets. And, you know, his whole demeanor is just arrogance and, you know. He, he's a jerk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does give off those vibes. I mean, I, I just regard, and I do not want to get into this argument again. Okay. But regardless of how you felt about the Charles Oakley thing, the fact that he went on that show and then had a booklet of things to argue against Charles Oakley's life was a big problem. Okay, that was not a good thing. And then I, I, the fact he's holding up the, the, the SLA's, like the head of the SLA's picture, picture the on TV. Like, what are you doing? He had a picture and a phone number for this guy. And he's like, call this guy. Because you can't get a beer. Call this guy. Oh, my God. Well, you know, must I, I'm assuming that it's got to be something to do with their... Uh, their facial recognition technology that they're using. Oh, and yeah, how, that was, that, he'll go on about that, too. All right, so how they're using it and why that, they're using it. Yeah, he was basically, he equated it to like a bakery. And if you walked into a bakery, somebody, you know, if the bakery didn't want to uh, serve you, they have that right, you know, but he, it's, it's kind of apples and oranges, really, comparing a bakery to MSG and, you know, some Girl Scout troop mom showing up with a Girl Scout troop and getting thrown out of the building. All right, she's a Girl Scout troop mom, but she's also a lawyer representing somebody that is suing MSG. I mean, like, I... She's a a Jersey-based lawyer, and she's not a New York-based lawyer. I know, but she's a Jersey-based lawyer, and and she's representing, or her company is representing somebody that's suing MSG. No, I get it, but, I mean, it's with a Girl Scout troop. She's with her nine-year-old daughter. You know, Does a Girl Scout like troop come to the uh, negotiations when they sit down and try I, to figure I, out this I lawsuit? Girl Scout troops, I boycott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen. 
<laughs> no, I, I know, I know, Sean. But we, one thing we know about James Dolan, he's, he has to be the pettiest individual on the face of the earth. He wants to embarrass you if you embarrass him. He's vengeful. He holds grudges. He does all these things that are horrible personality traits. And this is one of those things, too. Now, to me, it's like this is a separate thing. Yeah, you've got this lawsuit going on, but if that person wants to go see a show somewhere or bring their kids somewhere, so what? You got to be that petty about it? Let me ask you this question. Do you think that Maggie could go to a game at MSG? No. Or the facial recognition would go off and, and they'd have to kick her out. No, I 100% think that. They, I, I think maybe everybody but you. I think there's a chance here at WFAN. Well, come on, get I out got of Bruce here. Bruce Springsteen tickets. They better not keep me out of there. No, there's no way. Maggie, for sure. I mean, I, you know, uh, Carton and I had uh, James, uh, Jim Dolan on. It's fine. I, he and were I went on out. his uh, network at the time, though. <laughs> yeah, but he and I went out to lunch with him a couple times. You know, I've known him for a long time. His kids and my kids went to high school together. I'm sure the experience that you have with James Dolan is it's not. totally different. Yeah, right. I, I and, and that's fine. And, and there's a lot of people that, that are disliked generally that I might know. And I say, listen, as far as I know, this guy's been good to me. So I don't know why. You know, I, I understand what you're saying. And I understand your pettiness comment, too. I understand that, too, because I see it. I mean, it's a, it's really an ugly personality wonder, trait. You got to wonder, like, because his life has got to be great because you own the Knicks, the Rangers, you know, Madison Square Garden. You have multiple different companies that are all split up and you got the entertainment industry covered on every level. I, mean, I don't know why anybody would be so angry. There's no really no reason to be angry, I don't think. But then again, I don't know who the people are working around him. Well, all I, people who kiss his ass, I'm sure. Well, it's it's like a, you wonder like who's working around our president. Like who are these people? Where where do they come from? So I, it's the same thing here. Like who are the people that are surrounding Jim Dolan, and what are they telling him? Everything he wants to hear. He's one of those guys. Okay, and I think well. one of the saddest things ever are the musicians who had to sell their souls. These creative, talented people like decided that I'm going to give up on my dream of being a legitimate musician to be in James Dolan's band. And that, to me, is one of the saddest things ever because he, everybody because he's a joke, obviously, with the singing. And it's just a flat out joke. And those people are like, you know what? This guy's a gazillionaire. Ah, whatever. Join the band. We'll fly around on a private jet and play right. all these different and places. Everybody will laugh at us. It's actually, it doesn't good matter. The, the cash, the, the, yeah, but when you're a creative person like that. The, the inside there's a there's a tremendous hole. <laughs> I'm telling you right now there is. Uh let's go to Augie in Middletown, New Jersey. What's up, Augie? Boomer and Geo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Augie, what do you got for us, brother? I got a question for Geo. Yep. Geo, what yep. did you do to Eddie yesterday? I mean, he's he's on a roll, mm -hmm. and then you and then you throw some shade on him about what? his tweeting, and I, I, you put his fire out. What happened? Well, hold on a second. You can't blame me for those picks. I mean, that is that is all Eddie. Now, what I didn't throw yeah. shade at. What I said was this guy was losing his mind. You saw these tweets. He was losing his mind trying to fight this guy with the hammer Twitter account and then blocking him and unblocking him. And will you agree to terms? And then he also was trying to extract money out of the GoFundMe page, $500 to go head to head with this guy. And I thought that that was probably a bad idea. So I I just brought it to the audience's attention if they wanted to see it. And then he also was talking about living with strippers, which I thought was interesting. So I brought that up. 
I mean, I didn't tell him to stop tweeting. I was just pointing out his tweets, and there's no way I can mush Eddie. I mean, Eddie's still like 75% with these but, picks. So so I don't think I did anything G-O-U- wrong yesterday with G-O-U- him. Gio, you were chilly all year long, yep. and that's the great thing about Eddie Island. You know, we love to see what he's up to. We can learn a little bit more about right. him. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I was riding his coattails yesterday, and I got mushed. Yeah, but, well, uh, but I'm, here's I'm the thing. Yeah, here's the thing, Ogie. I did not, I did not bet with him last night, and so I, you can't call me the mush because I was, I was off of him last night. So, you were chilly all year. Yeah, I know. I was terrible, absolutely terrible. But yeah, I mean, and by the way, after that whole tweet, or when I pointed out those tweets, and then Eddie tweeted, "I'm going to tweet less." He sent like seventy tweets, tweets yeah, later that tweets. day. So I, yes, <laughs> I did not get him to stop <laughs> tweeting. He's going to be himself, Augie. You, you know that. Hold on. What time is his dentist appointment tomorrow? Is it two thirty? No, it's at one o'clock. Got it. Two, two thirty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah. Everything was <laughs> going well. Till the tooth dirty joke. Two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Did he hold on to that all day? You think? Maybe. Thinking. Let's call up Boomer and Gio and find out when uh, Eddie's uh, appointment is. Tooth thirty. Uh, Eunice in Brooklyn. What's going on, Eunice? Hi, good morning. Y'all make my day every morning. Oh, thank, thank you, Eunice. That's very oh, sweet. Gosh. Thank you. Yes, I love how Boomer combs his hair and everything. <laughs> but my two questions are, um, do, do you think Tibbs is going to get fired because he don't play everybody? And then second question is, do you think the Nets should wave Ben because he just don't shoot the darn ball? It's annoying. Yeah, well, well, let me ask you, Eunice, before before we answer that question, do you believe that Tom Thibodeau should be fired? Yes. You do? Yes. He, he doesn't utilize the whole entire bench. And they get in, they sit in there twiddling their thumbs, doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I do think that they are getting, they're trying to trade, I believe, Evan Fournier and yes. Cam Reddish. Yeah. And I don't think that they want to risk any injury for those guys. And they'll only play if they have to play. And. That's part of, you know, the bench that's just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. And I'm sure for those guys that they can't be very happy about that. Right. Yeah, Eunice, and thanks for the call and the kind words and uh, keep listening and watching and all that. I, the problem that I have with Tom Thibodeau is it doesn't seem like he is interested in developing guys. Meaning that a young player that comes over, a young player that is drafted... If that player isn't doing exactly what he wants immediately, then he sits that guy down. And and it's, we've, there's been many instances. There was a whole stretch last year you never saw Emmanuel quickly. There was a whole stretch where you, I mean, Cam Reddish never gets an opportunity well, he did on earlier, this team. He did earlier, and in he the was season. playing really well. But, but there's got to be a reason. Well, it's because, he, and I understand defense is important, but this is the thing. Instead of saying Cam Reddish isn't playing enough defense, I'm going to glue his ass to the bench. How about working with Cam Reddish, getting him to be a better defender, and then you've got the upside of the offense. I mean, we've seen it with Obi Toppin. There's just too much of that. Like, he's, he's in such a win-now mode with a team that's never going to win a championship that it doesn't seem like, other than R.J. Barrett, that he has any of these younger guys back. Well, Emmanuel quickly, and Grimes is playing a lot. And here's the other thing. Why is Grimes playing a lot? Because he likes him defensively. Yeah, right, exactly. So uh, there's a reason that um, Obi Toppin doesn't get a lot of run, is because they're going to run Julius Randle into the ground. Well, that's a, that, but that's a thing that the fan base hates. I know that. And I hate that, too. I want to see young guys out there. And here's the question for you. The Knicks are going to make a trade. 
I don't, it, it's not going to make them better. They're just going to relieve themselves of some players that are unhappy. Yep. That's basically what's going to happen. Yeah. And they may get some draft picks back and more draft capital. But then where do you go after that? And can this team win? And I don't see how it can because I, I know the answer to this. But can this team win if Julius Randle is your best player? And well, Jalen, well Jalen Brunson's their best player now. But. Well, now he is. But Julius Randle is a guy that gets the ball a lot, shoots the ball a lot, and, and does. And he doesn't play defense a lot. Well, what do you mean by win? Win a championship or win a playoff round? How about how about winning a championship? Isn't no. that the idea? No, no, I know, but I just didn't know what you meant by win because the Knicks have been so far away from and, a championship. And by the way, I'm kind of glad that you know they've done kind of what they've done. The only thing that I'm, I'm, I wish it would have done differently maybe is somehow try to extract Donovan Mitchell and, got, and get him here. But... They were unable to do that for whatever the reasons are. Um, I do like their kind of their cautious approach. They're playing these young guys to a certain extent. But as long as Julius Randle's here, Obi Toppin's blocked. And the other question that Eunice has was, should the Nets waive Ben Simmons? They're not going to waive Ben Simmons. Too much money. And not only that, I believe that if the Nets have any shot of beating the best teams in the Eastern Conference, they need all three of those guys healthy, Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, and all three of them being at their very best. And that means Ben Simmons doing some of the stuff that we saw earlier on in the look season. What, look what they do when all three of them are on the court together. Right, and and playing well. I mean, and I, you don't need Ben Simmons to hit a ton of shots, but you do need him to rebound. You do need him to play defense against great offensive opponents, and you do need him to um, dish the ball out to the guys who can score. So if he's doing all of those things, then they're the best that they could be. So you're not just going to get rid of Ben Simmons. That's not something. Let me ask you this. Are you going to give Kyrie Irving a contract extension? And if you do, how much and for how long? Well, I'm not even the, I mean, I, I would never absolutely no shot, no way in hell. The only way I would is if they end up going to win a championship and they feel like they can bring back the same team and win another championship. If they fall short in any way of winning a championship this year, he is in, he's not coming back. Oh, he's in, coming in, back. In, in my mind, he's not coming. I'm not saying that the, what the Nets will do. You're asking me, would you? No, no way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We got a place to play. Hi, we're Gio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Before we get to Jerry, we're talking about James Dolan and facial recognition software. Jerry's got a couple of cuts from James Dolan's sound. Um, from uh, Fox that he was on talking about this and some other things. Now, we brought up how Maggie Gray of CBS Sports Radio, uh, Maggie and Perloff also of CMB and Moose and Maggie here on WFAN. That when Maggie she, gets around, huh? And she, <laughs> she's on the phone. But, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that she had the issue with uh, with James Dolan, where she called out James Dolan uh, for this Harvey Weinstein song that he did, but that was just basically gross. I mean, this is so ridiculous. I should have known that my friend was pulling out his fish-looking penis and showing it to people. <laughs> like that was basically his song. So Maggie's like, "This is ridiculous." Calls him out, and then ever since then, MSG and WF. Fan have had this horrible relationship because James Dolan hated Maggie for calling him out. So we were wondering, could Boomer ask the question, could Maggie Gray go to MSG or would they see her with the facial recognition and kick her out? So Maggie called in to give us that answer. Good morning, Maggie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. How are you? No, I'm doing excellent. And it feels like the Dolan headlines kind of keep building and building and building. And he may have finally messed with the wrong people. I don't know about that, but... I wanted to give you my story of the one time I have been back to MSG since I called out James Dolan. Okay, okay so when was that? Okay, so this was September of 2021, and I got uh, invited to the Garden for a WWE SmackDown event. I know some people at the WWE, they were having like a party, and then you get to go and watch SmackDown. So I went, and so I didn't buy a ticket or anything. But I walked in and had a mask on because it's like September of 2021. Everyone was still wearing masks at the time. I walked through the metal detectors, multiple metal detectors. They checked my bag, the whole thing. They saw the invitation I had. Then I go up to a party that's in one of the like suite levels, took the mask off, mingled at the party for like an hour, talked to some people I knew. Then I watched more than half of the show in a suite, and then I... Took the train back home to New Jersey. Never got one. No one ever approached me. It was really, it was really shocking. Actually, I thought for sure I would get stopped. Well, do you think were they using facial recognition software at that point? Do we know? I I don't know. I have no idea when this may have started, but I have to believe it was before twenty twenty one. It wasn't yeah. that long ago. Uh, but I really think it was the mask because if you read, you know, Ethan Sherwood Strauss did a whole piece about all the levels of people who are, you know certain levels of how banned are you from Madison Square Garden. And I have to believe I'm like DEFCON 1 there, considering how much Dolan hates me. 
Yet I was able to get in with a mask. Now, again, I didn't buy a ticket. It was an invitation, so maybe that was different. Yeah, that that is true. Now, I guess the recognition software, I mean, it needs your whole face and not just your eyes and your forehead, like stuff like that. I mean, it probably needs the whole face. So that is, that's smart. So you think if you showed up, let's say you bought any sort of Madison Square Garden, James Dolan-owned ticket to see a show or a concert or a sporting event and you walked in without that mask you you are supremely confident that you would be escorted out of there because of this facial recognition stuff i mean i feel pretty confident that they would probably stop me considering they've stopped people for doing far less i mean the guy's story who was getting harassed by security because he wrote on dolan's facebook page the jd and the straight shot uh, his band wrote on the page, sell the team, and that guy got harassed by So I imagine what I said probably would get me at least pulled to the side. But I, I, can, I can't actually figure this out because I will never spend another dollar at Madison Square Garden or any of those places just on principle. So I can't do it. Yeah. I understand. We understand. Yeah. This is a battle that seems like it's going to go on forever. I don't <laughs> believe that there's going to be a Dolan Gray Olive Branch moment in our future. Yeah, I don't Listen, see that happening either. Just I thanks, offered, Maggie. I offered the Olive Olive Branch. I apologize for the wording that I used. I didn't apologize for the sentiment. I offered to go talk with him, and of course, that was uh, not even returned. No yeah. one even got back to me. Right, and this this man holds a grudge. This James Dolan. Uh, all right, Maggie. Thanks for calling in and clarifying that. We appreciate it. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Show sounds amazing, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Maggie. Yeah, yeah Maggie Gray, who's got right. the James Dolan thing going on with her too. A lot, a lot of James Dolan. I issues. remember when that happened. I was you kidding. Remember the ambush turn off at a at a luncheon about yeah. Fun? Yeah, he got ambushed. <laughs> So someone from Madison Square Garden, like, so he would normally get stuff for Hungerthon from the garden sure. prior to this Maggie thing. So he set up a lunch with somebody to discuss Hungerthon. It was all under the guise of Hungerthon. And then when he got there, he was ambushed by these garden employees only hammering him about Maggie Gray and nothing to do with Hungerthon and the charity. Yeah, <laughs> a long day for him. I would think so. Yeah. What? I thought we were going to talk about signed guitars. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on on that uh, breakfast order. <laughs> Just wait a second, please, miss. <laughs> no, I don't need the hollandaise sauce. <laughs> um, it's time for me to fly. Bye. What the hell was that? Oh, what is that from? Oh, CBS FM. Oh, my God. That's right. Uh, all right, Jerry. So you got some of this Dolan oh, stuff? Oh, I do. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit NYBoatShow.com. Uh, he was just on with Fox 5. I guess it was Rosanna Scotto. Uh, was Bianca you? Peters a part of this, too? No. no? Uh, okay. She was not. Uh, unless Gallo cut that part out for me, what I listened to was just Rosanna. Okay. Uh, so the first question was, what is it all about the facial recognition? Come under fire for it. So what is going on? Facial recognition, right, is just... Just the technology, right? I mean, right. When I walked into the into the studio, right? Did you recognize my face? I did. Facial recognition. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> <I thought> that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the same. That's some that was random funny. schmuck who goes to a Knicks game, right? I facial recognition, funny. right? Uh, he gets to the crux of the problem. The real issue that's going on here is our policy of not letting attorneys, right, and who are suing us into, into our building until they're done, right, suing us. When they're done, they're very much welcome back. And then he would give a comparison. Look at it this way, right? If you owned a bakery 
or a restaurant, right? The, the uh, and you know someone comes in and buys bread from you, and then the next day they serve you with a lawsuit because they hated your bread, right? They said something happened to them with it, et cetera. Then the next day they show up at your bakery again. And they say, "I'd like to buy some more bread," right? Would you sell them the bread? <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is apples. The apples, quite <laughs> frankly, but. Yeah. Uh, then this is long. He gets into politicians digging in on this. And then he brings it back to the guy that got his got beat up on the subway the other okay. day who's a Fox 5 employee. We have politicians, right, who are jumping on this bad. This, this politician, Brad Hoyleman and yeah, Liz Kruger, yeah. right, et cetera. Right. I mean, they're just jumping on the, on the bandwagon. They, 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 want, they like the press. They like the clicks. They, they, uh, but, you know, I mean... Where are they, for instance, on bail reform, right? Those, those, particularly those two, they're the ones for why you're, for instance, your uh, weather person, right, who was attacked. The criminals who attacked your weather person went to the police station and got released so they could go back and do it again. Yeah, this is one of those classic whataboutism things. Like, yes, I agree with him on bail reform, but, like, let's not do this. What, what God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant did with Shaq. You know, where people were accusing him of things in Colorado. He's like, well, Shaq cheats on his wife all the time. So uh, do we talk about that? Yeah, I mean, all right. This is These are two separate issues, you so, know? All right, so now she gets into how these politicians are going after him. And he gets asked about the liquor license. They're threatening you. They're threatening. There, yes, there are reports. Are, I know. There are reports that are going to take away your liquor license. Oh yeah. So that the the that group is way over their skis. Okay. Now, <laughs> this one's funny. <laughs> this is how he's going to combat the politicians. And again, this one's long, but it's worth it. Uh, he's got a, he's got a plan in place. What we're going to do, right, is we're going to pick a night, right, maybe a Rangers game, and we're going to shut down all the liquor and alcohol in the building. Now, this isn't going to bother me because I've been sober 29 years. I don't need the liquor, <laughs> um, right? But instead, what we're going to do is uh, where we serve liquor, we're going to put one of these up, which says, if you would like to drink at a game, please call, right, Sharif Kabir, Chief Executive Officer, or write him an email at this number, right, and the, the uh, and tell him, right, to stick stick to his knitting and you know and to what he's supposed to be doing and stop stop grandstanding and trying to get press. Right, I got that. It's genius. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sure. 18,000 Ranger fans that can't have a beer? Oh, yeah, I, I don't think you want to be ticking off Ranger fans right now. Just tick off the Nick fans. Uh, right. Uh, here's the other thing, too, though. Like, like, like. Right. Right. Like. Um, oh. No more Shelly Silver. Don't have him in his back pocket anymore. And he had Dolan's back through the years? Oh, yes. 100%. Kept the New York, uh, New Jer uh, New York uh, Jets sta uh, stadium from being built. Right. Right. Well, this is what I'm going to do, right? He's going to get a couple of those politicians in his back pocket again. And then I'm going to provide, right, weapons to these fans, right? And then drive them, right, to the house of this guy, right? So they can beat him, right, <laughs> with baseball, right, bats. And then, after that, right, I'm going to give a few of the fans, right, some gasoline, right? And then other fans, right, some matches, right? And we're going to burn right his house right down right. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
Jeez. The last one, if you care to hear about it, was about your Knicks and Rangers. Okay. If you, if this is a little off the topic, of course. All right. The Rangers are, you know, are really cooking, and they got a shot this year to win the whole thing, right? The, um, they're they're not a lock or anything like that, but they're the uh, the, the Knicks are are you know are doing well. They're not at the top of the league, but they're not at the bottom, and they're in a playoff position now. And then he went into the Mitchell right. Robinson injury, and blah, blah, blah. I want to know who the scum-sucking leech is that had to tell Jim Dolan that he did a good job in that interview. Because you know that person exists. This, like, slithering, scum-sucking tilapia <laughs> that is there going, Mr. Dolan, awesome job. Awesome job. You really did a great job. Man, I tell you, you really... Awesome. You just articulated your points correctly. Holding up that picture was a great idea. Yeah, how do you sleep at night? God, sucking up to this dope. So that was James Dolan. Right. Fox 5. All right. Right. Okay. Right. And then we're going to find, right, Maggie Gray. Right. <laughs> and then we're going to, right, find Perloff. Right. <laughs> and we're going to, right, kid, right, nap, right, them. And hold them right for ransom right in the bottom right of the garden right. And we'll see right how they handle that. Um, right, um, um, right. So you've been to your last concert, it seems, at the garden. Yeah, whatever. Right. I'll go, right. <laughs> I'll go to UBS where I'm welcome and the owner can actually form a full sentence. Right. <laughs> 76ers beat the Nets 137-133. Tyrese Maxey Tyrese Maxi had 27 off the bench. James Harden 23 and 7 assists. Nets home for the Pistons tonight. The Knicks are in Boston tonight. Uh, a couple of other things here. Let's see here. College basketball. St. John's got lit up by Creighton 104-76. Xavier top UConn 82-79. And I heard you talk about this uh, Loyola Chicago Duquesne thing. So I get it. So we were right, Al, that this thing was staged, as we talked about this right. morning, and you <laughs> and you thought so as well when we first did the story. Uh, yes, and I'm I'm bummed that it is. I thought it was great, and if, if this guy was for real and it was authentic, they really could have done something with this. But it was the Loyola Chicago um, assistant AD and video coordinator who put all this stuff out and got these pictures, and I think that he is absolutely right about it. Because there's a lavalier mic on this guy's neck, and he said that prior to him coming out, and we nobody knew who he was, all these kids had their cameras out. Yep. So do we think, obviously, this kid is a student from Duquesne? Yeah. Maybe. Is that what we're thinking? And what, what does Duquesne do about this? I mean, they probably find him. Can't and have that. Yeah, and, and do, if he's a student there, it could just be a, a driver. Yeah, or a kid from Pittsburgh who wanted to have some fun and figured it's easier to do this at Duquesne than it would be at a Steeler game. <laughs> you know <laughs> that wouldn't happen. No, there's no, no way. Uh, Rangers did lose it overtime to the Maple Leafs, three two. Senators beat the Islanders two to one. I actually have a couple here, so I'm going to do them both. Moments of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> we have a runner-up because Al was telling us how he was bringing back his new Apple AirPods. You guys were discussing costs, and they're not cheap. These no, exactly. They're two fifty. Yeah. That's what I was like for two fifty. I, I don't want to be worried about finagling with things. Just do what Eddie does and what his wealth management team tells him to do. Don't buy things that cost two hundred fifty dollars, right, Eddie? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, do they also tell you to continue in the independent yarn business and make advent calendars? They they yeah, suggest that th that may brings in more money than this. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> that's runner-up. That's, that's part one. Uh, the real moment of the day winner, though, was discussing the Super Bowl week and the arrangements in Phoenix. Steven was on the call. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Like, to just technical stuff? Uh, a lot of that, but there was also some other logistical information. Are you going to pass that on to us or no? <laughs> uh, you will, you know, it's a need-to-know, you know, basis. You don't, not that we're keeping anything from you, but why bog you down with stuff when you just roll up and things are handed to you? <laughs> As usual. <laughs> this is an unprovoked attack here. It, no, it is. It's totally a, unprovoked. Not an attack. Fact, something, <laughs> must, something must be bothering him. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah, something happened on this call that, yeah, that, that annoyed him yesterday. There's, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Make sure Boomer's happy. That was, so that was actually you know, Boomer's going to buy this. Boomer's going to buy that. You know, yeah. That was actually part of the call. Like, we'll, don't worry, we'll handle Boomer. We'll make sure he's okay. <laughs> Stephen, is that accurate? Yep, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> the underrated part of that was Al in the background. If you didn't notice, I, think he <laughs> I heard it with the camera on. So there you go. Moments of the day. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I just read this Boston Herald article about the New England Patriots. And what's interesting about this is it's all about the offense, first and foremost. About how the offense last year was a mess with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia being the offensive minds that were never offensive minds. And obviously this was a storyline throughout the year. And now Bill O'Brien comes in to try to fix the whole thing. But I can't remember. Now, you tell me if you can remember a time when anonymous sources came out and talked about Bill Belichick and the Patriots, guys who were in the locker room or coaches or any of that stuff. That never happened with New England, ever. Now, I understand. Everything was pretty tightened up, and there, were, there weren't any sort of social media crazy situations or any of that stuff that we've... That we've had to deal with over the years, but um, I mean, obviously they had the Aaron Hernandez thing, but um, but that was a huge scandal, and they had their their cheating scandal stuff. But I'm talking about like guys talking against Bill Belichick that yeah. are in the organization anonymously. Like, I would say that you you know you read me part of the article, and it's obviously some disgruntled player 
and it comes from somebody who's not going to be there next year, or could it come from Mac Jones himself? And the writer is writing as such that maybe it's not him. But it, I'll tell you what, Bill O'Brien is there as the offense coordinator now, and that, that whole part of it's going to get cleaned up. Yeah, so this article is littered with anonymous sources trashing Judge Patricia and Belichick. Uh, i never seen anything like it. One source said it was disheveled. Another one said they were always scrambling to get things done. Uh, let's see. I've always been, it's always been about winning and doing what's best for the team. I really believe Bill when he says that. I just think he really didn't understand how hard this was going to be. And another source says, I love Coach Belichick, but he effed us. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is crazy. And then they were going on about how Mac Jones and Joe Judge really did not like one another and they'd scream profanities back and forth the entire practice. Yeah, it's kind of Joe Judge's, uh, you know, reputation, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, that's, that's not surprising. Uh, it is. I mean, I there was all the reports of frustration from Mac Jones's side and everything going through the season, and they kind of covered it up reasonably well. But you know, this is now about getting Mac Jones to live up to that rookie potential that they saw, and not to, not to be the guy that's been so in, inconsistent. All right, so if you're Bill Belichick, and you know he's going to read this article. Of course. If you're Bill Belichick, and you, you hear this quote from an anonymous source in the Patriots organization, and you hear this, t- tell me what you're thinking. Quote, a lot of guys were getting worried because when we were in the middle of camp, we were wondering what the plan was for our offense because we hadn't put enough install in, the source said. We had a couple protections, a couple core run plays, but our pass game didn't have much in it. End quote. That's someone who obviously was either a coach or a player on this team. This is not somebody who is, you know, the PR guy or something. No, that's definitely from somebody in the meetings and somebody that is either, you know, a part of putting an offense together or somebody that's not being uh, taxed enough from a player's perspective about, you know, what they're expecting from their coaching staff. I mean, that's a big problem if you're Bill Belichick, right? You see his quote? Yeah, it's a big problem. That's why he went and fixed the offense and is bringing Bill O'Brien back. And that is Mac Jones's, uh, you know, offense coordinator from Alabama. Joe Judge would speak extra loudly in meetings, trying to project like he was the guy, another source said. And I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. A lot of people were frustrated with Joe Judge, a third added. (laughs) Then another one said... Sometimes I wonder, like, are we trying to screw this up on purpose? End quote. <laughs> I mean, like thinking that there's tanking or something. It's amazing what happens when you you do lose for, you know, essentially three years in a row. And uh, I, I know they went to the playoffs uh, two years ago. And this past season, uh, they would have had to have beaten Buffalo to get in. But, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of eye-opening. But then when you see what the Bengals did to Buffalo... Yeah. You're saying to yourself, like, why could we have done that? Sure. Well, I mean, I guess the answer is that the Cincinnati Bengals are better than a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, that would be the easy answer. That's true. The short answer, right? Uh, let's go to Greg in Woodridge. What's going on, Greg? Uh, Greg. It's one of those things. He's going to hear his name called because the radio's on in the background. Three. Yeah. You'll, you'll hear it. Put it up, Eddie. He's a first-timer. Ready. So you're going to hear Greg and Woodridge, and then he's going to answer. Let's go to Greg and Woodridge. What's going on, Greg? 
Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on, Greg? How are you? Awesome, Greg. I, I love you guys. Uh, you're just not only knowledgeable sports-wise, so entertaining. Well, thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. You might want to put your TV or radio down in the background so you don't get confused because there is a little bit of a slight delay that goes on, and it might be a little tough for you to, to talk to us on the air. Okay. okay. Um, got that. Sorry. No problem. Um, Greg, you and I uh, spell our first names the same. Oh, with the two Gs at the end. Very good. Yes. And uh, throughout my life, I just said, there's no Ori in my name. Right. But with that said, uh, my question is this. Right. I got a couple of years on Boomer, so I've been watching football most of my life. Right. How is it, all the crazy rules that are going on now. Right. How is it that an offensive line can push a running back or whoever the ball carrier is right. forward, whether it's a first down or a touchdown. Right. How is that legal? Well, they changed the rules there, Greg, and uh, in, in past years it had been illegal, but it really never was called. And now it has become part of the game, and uh, that's, uh, that's the way it is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 